Hey there! Welcome to Hey Mickey, the podcast. I'm Kaden. And I'm Connor. And we are here to give you some Disney Parks magic each and every week. It is episode 20, and it's our last episode of 2020. I cannot believe the new year is finally here. But to those of you listening, thanks for making our 2020 so much better. Yes, getting to just kind of make this podcast and all the stuff that we do on Instagram, it's all just been so much fun for us. And honestly, it's because we have an audience that actually like pays attention to what we're doing. And we love that. And we're just so thankful for that. Absolutely. All right. So today we're going to be talking all about the good old days, as in pre-COVID park days. And that feels like forever ago, honestly. I barely remember not wearing masks. And then we're going to be talking about the Crystal Palace. We paid a visit there shortly after the reopening, and we're going to tell you if it's currently worth the money. All right, so let's get started. It is time for our sideshow. Ladies and gentlemen, step right up and see the sideshow. So for our sideshow today, we are talking about the good old days, pre-COVID. And we have eight questions, and we're going to go through them and decide which one of these two things that we miss more. Yes. And maybe we'll agree on every single one of them. Probably not. I don't think, I don't think we will. All right. Are you ready for question one? I think so. All right. Here we go. Number one, what do you miss more? The classic full-size parades or the character meetups? This is hard. Um, I think I would have to say the classic full-size parades. Okay, why do you say that? I don't know. I mean, I love the mini parades, and that's kind of a good placeholder. But... I don't know if you've ever seen the Magic Happens Parade at Disneyland. I've only seen it on YouTube, but it's like so magical. And just being able to just stand on Main Street and watch like a full parade of floats go by. That just seems, I don't know, really magical and exciting to me. Character meetups have never been as exciting to me as an adult, I guess. That's fair. I've, and I'm technically the same way. I'm not much of a character person, but I will also say that I've 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 been fine with like the mini cavalcades, the little mini parades. I think that them coming at random times, so like not having to like prepare or like wait in a spot for an hour to get a good you know a good view of it. That I haven't missed that at all. So it's technically. I don't really miss either one too much. Yeah. But of the two, I'd go with full-size parades. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Just because, like, I like seeing the characters, but, like, I'm okay with seeing them from a distance. Like, I don't have to go up and hug them or, Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't have to touch them. Yeah. That's fine. All right, number two. What do you miss more? Having lines or shops without capacity limits, basically meaning lines that go like out of the queues because of like how much they have to space things out, or shops that basically say, you have to wait in a line before you can come inside, or days without a mask. So stuff without capacity limits or no mask. For me, I would say this varies depending on the time of year. 
if it's the middle of summer, I would say I miss days without a mask. Yeah. But like right now, um, in December, I would say lines or shops without capacity limits. Just because a mask is super tolerable right now. Yeah, like it's I'm completely fine with wearing a mask right now. Keeps your face warm. Yeah, and the really annoying thing to me, I feel like, is like just not being able to go into a shop or like I don't know, just having to wait in line literally to go in a store, especially at Disney Springs. I hate going to Springs, and it's like you have to wait in line to get into every store. Yeah, I. it definitely has a bigger impact on your day. I mean, you wear a mask all day. At the, at the worst, it's going to make your face sweat, like if it's hot enough. But it's not actually going to like change the way that you go about your day. Whereas you could go over to like the Emporium and now you have to wait for 45 minutes to get into the Emporium. And so that kind of rearranges everything because you weren't planning to spend an extra hour just trying to get into a shop. So I would say I miss having shops without capacity limits more. Yeah, I will forever miss the days of just being able to like walk into World of Disney. I can't even like imagine I know. Oh, it's crazy. All right. So number three, what do you miss more? Days without making park pass reservations or having special ticket events like the Halloween and Christmas parties? Well, since I've never actually experienced one of those parties, um, I'm going to say that I miss being able to um, go to the park without reservations. For me, especially being like a new annual pass holder, I was really looking forward to just being able to like go to whatever park whenever I want, like just kind of go at the last minute. And now having to make reservations, you can't really do that. Um, so for me, I would definitely say days without making park reservations. I get that. I I just want uh, I just wanted to go to a Halloween party. I mean, I definitely want really to go bad. to the Halloween and the Christmas party, but I, I've never experienced it, so it's hard for me to miss it. Yeah, yes. you're you're missing out. Well, actually, I've I haven't done the Halloween. I've done a Christmas party, and it's great. But I've wanted to do Halloween forever. But that's what I did. That's what I would rather see come back. I want the parties back. All right. You ready for number four? Uh, yes. Okay. What do you miss more? Park hopper or fast passes? Ooh, that one's tough. Yes, it is difficult. I think I'm going to say park hopper. I don't really like being restricted to only one park, especially like when they close really early. Um, and for the most part, like the most of the lines aren't usually that bad where I feel like I need a fast pass. Like you don't really normally see like the two or three hour waits for right. rides now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going to say park hopper. I actually, I think I'm on board with that. I, okay. So currently I feel like I don't miss fast passes at all. In fact, I almost kind of feel like glad that there aren't fast passes however i know that once things do get back to normal i will definitely be glad that fast passes are back because especially if you're like an annual pass holder you can go in for an evening and if you just pick three things to do fast passes for you can do those three rides you're good to go like that's your whole night 
and then you don't even have to worry about being in line at all your whole day. So that's a pretty good perk, but I haven't really experienced that to its full extent. When it also when it comes to park hopper, I don't mind staying in a in one park all day. I can have I can have fun wherever I am. I don't have to hop a park. I mean, yeah, it's not that bad, but like when Animal Kingdom closes at five and you can't go to Epcot, that's open till nine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that makes sense. So I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So next one. Uh, what do you miss more, daytime shows or nighttime shows? And by that, I mean like Festival of the Lion King, Voyage of the Little Mermaid, uh, Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular, like those kind of shows, mm-hmm. or nighttime shows like Happily Ever After, Fantasmic, etc. I'm going to say nighttime shows. Mostly because I am dying to see Happily Ever After in person. I've watched it like multiple times oh, yeah. on YouTube. I've still never seen it in person. Ugh. Um, so I think that like would be such a great way to just end the night. Um, I've seen Fantasmic, um, and I always think that's really fun to like end your day at studios. So for me, I'm going to say nighttime shows. Yeah, I'm completely on board with that. And it literally is just because of Happily Ever After. The first time I saw it, I was just blown away. And usually, like, when I was growing up, I never really, we never really stopped and, like, watched the the nighttime shows. And so this time, like, last, I think it was, like, last year, I actually stopped and, like, watched it. And it blew my mind. And it was incredible. And I want to watch you watch it because you'll probably cry. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm very um, excited. I'm so I'm so ready to see your emotional breakdown as we are watching <laughs> Happily Ever After because I know it's happening. Yeah. But I really want that I really do want to ha- to have come back like as soon as possible. It, yeah, even if they could just bring back Happily Ever After and like nothing else, no other show like Yeah. That Ooh, would be fine. They should do my idea, which is to do a ticketed event and they put seats out in the hub and it's a like a reserved seating kind of deal and they can space everything out and keep everything safe and everybody wears their mask and that's fine. And you just have this ticketed event and the ticketed event is you watch like the nighttime shows. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome. It'd I would be perfect. totally pay for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. We pay whatever the cost. We would do it. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So nighttime shows it is. Number six. What do you miss more? Rides without partitions or rides without pre-shows? Do you mean rides with pre-shows? Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Do you miss rides without partitions or rides with their pre-shows? Um, I'm going to say rides with their pre-shows. I don't really care about having a partition on my ride. For the most part, I don't think that they've, like, nothing's blocked my view on any ride with having a partition. So, like, I don't mind being separated. But I do want to be able to, like, see all the pre-shows. Like, I still have never seen the pre-show for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. That is a good one. That is a very good one. Uh, See, I have to say... I miss Rise Without Partitions because it bothers me so much. Like, I'm I'm the kind of person that I have to have just the absolute best experience while I'm on the ride. And if something doesn't go exactly how I was anticipating it, it just frustrates me. 
And like, even like, especially Mickey and Minnie's actually, since you brought that one up with the pre-show, I do miss the pre-show, but going through that and having a partition that can really like mess me up because there's just so much glare coming from different directions because you're not always looking like one way. You're kind of going everywhere and there's different light coming from different places. So you're gonna have reflections and I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So that really bothers me. But if you end up in the front, you don't have a partition in front of yeah, you. Yeah, but I never end up in the front. <laughs> I'm literally always behind a partition for that and for Rise of the Resistance and now they've got them on, I mean, they're on almost everything that has like multiple rows that isn't a coaster. So it is. Whatever they need to do to be able to fit more people on the ride, I'm fine with. Oh, and like even living with the land, I can't handle that. And Kilimanjaro Safari, But living like with that. the land, you can still see everything. Like what are you really missing having the partition there? I wouldn't know because there's a glare in the way. <laughs> Ugh. It's okay. not that bad. Yeah. All right. On to number seven. What do you miss more? Um, cast members without masks and shields or a day without the face covering announcements? And the reason I say cast members without masks or shields is basically so you can understand what they're saying instead of just hearing garbled junk that you can't hear. Right, that's what's going to answer my question. I don't mind the face covering announcements. Like, I actually kind of enjoy them. Because usually it's at a time where I'm seeing someone that's like not quite wearing their face covering correctly. Or taking it off for a photo. And that announcement comes on and I just feel like vindicated. But um, I would say I miss having cast members without masks or shields. Simply because it would be much easier to understand them. Especially at places like... like trying to order Starbucks when like you're wearing a mask and they're wearing a mask and there's plexiglass in between you. It gets real complicated. Yeah, that definitely doesn't help. Yeah, I feel like there's, it's most likely that a lot of cast members aren't really able to interact like 100% like they would if they didn't have two things in the way of their mouth between them and you and right. your ears. Um, so yeah, I would definitely say let's do cast members without masks and shields and all that stuff. That'd be better. Yeah. All right. Number eight. This is our final question. Okay. What do you miss more? Having all dining locations open or having all resort locations open? Dining locations. Explain. Because you know, I'm all about food. And also, technically, if all the dining locations are open, doesn't that mean all the resorts have to be open? No. It's not. You can't loophole this. You have to pick <laughs> one or the other. Also, I love how you said, you know, I'm a food person. Like, just you. We love, okay, we both love food, okay. And I, I do want to explore more of the resorts that have been closed, but if all the dining is not open, then that kind of takes away from the resort, too. So... Right. It's more of just the question of, are you wanting to eat everywhere or are you wanting to stay everywhere? I want to eat everywhere. That's fair. Well, and that you can like do more. You can do more of like short term. Right. Whereas staying there, you got to at least space it out a little bit. Yeah. I really just want Port Orleans to open back up. That's the main one? Yeah. Why? Because that's when I went to when I was little. And so I want to... You want to go back? Yeah. I want to go back and relive my Disney World trip when I was five. Also, I want to go eat beignets. 
All right, so that's all of our questions. So let's go through them again. We said that we miss the classic full-size parades more. We miss the lines or the shops without capacity limits. We miss, well, you miss days without making reservations. I miss Halloween Christmas parties. Uh, we miss Park Hopper. We miss the nighttime shows, especially Happy Ever After. You miss rides without pre-shows. I miss rides without partitions. I miss rides with pre-shows. Oh my goodness, yes. Okay, yeah, you miss rides with pre-shows. I miss rides without partitions. That's just so much to think about. Okay. <laughs> uh, we miss cast members without masks and shields. And we definitely miss having all dining locations open. So for the most part, we agreed on most everything. Yeah, I guess just like partitions don't bother you as much as they bother me. Yes. And also, I just want to like be in a park really late, like hang out there all night, which I can understand that not being your vibe. Because I'd be wanting to go to sleep. Yeah, it, it's like seven o'clock and you're like, all right, is the park closing now? Or can we go now? <laughs> so that makes sense. Well, I guess that is all for our sideshow. So then for our after party today, we wanted to talk about um, our recent trip to the newly reopened Crystal Palace. Yes, and we want to kind of answer the question of, is it worth it right now? Because that's a question that we've kind of had a hard time answering ourselves even after going. Mm -hmm. But we'll talk about that. So check-in is just like all the other restaurants. Um, you can check in on your phone and you get a text when your table's ready. Um, so we did that, and then we walked in, and I think the biggest difference right now is, number one, it's not a buffet, and number two, there's no characters. Um, so that kind of changes the vibe some. Quite a bit, It's yeah. still, you know, Winnie the Pooh-themed, and they have, like, Winnie the Pooh topiaries, but the actual characters are not there. But, like, walking in, the place itself is just so beautiful, like... The inside of the Crystal Palace, I love it. Yeah, I so I've eaten there before, but I forgot what it really looked like inside. Like, I just remember it being very open, but I didn't remember exactly what it looked like, and it was very refreshing to re-enter there. Yeah, it's super pretty. All right, so let's talk about food. Mm -hmm. So the way they have it is you get, no matter what, you get a couple different starters, and you can pick between two different salads, but really you just kind of are given a salad, and then also the biscuits. The biscuits are homestyle buttermilk and cheddar bacon biscuits. And they come with a honey butter, a caramelized onion butter, and a hot pepper jelly. And then the salad is weird. It's very, like, summery, I guess. Sure. Um, it makes me think of summer. It might it's, be. It's like tomato and watermelon. And then, like, some greens, blue cheese, candied walnuts, and hot pepper jelly vinaigrette. I don't know. The salad was okay. I'm just not a big... It wasn't terrible. When you get all the things and you put them together, it actually, like, tastes okay all together, even though it sounds like it would be a terrible combination. Yeah, it's a very weird combination. We didn't really... Get, I don't really notice any blue cheese, really. I noticed blue cheese. It was just a little bit. There weren't a lot of candied walnuts either. I would have wanted more walnuts. Yeah. But overall, the real star of the show as far as the starters go is those cheddar bacon biscuits yeah those were pretty good those were delicious um especially with the honey butter 
at night. I almost wish we would have gotten more, but we had so much more food left to eat. Yeah, we knew more was coming, so it was like, we we can't fill up on these, even though... We, may, well, we maybe should have. We maybe should have just stuck to the starters. And the dessert. Just the biscuits, yeah. All right, so I guess now we need to address the main courses, the entrees that we got. All right, so what did you get? So I got the crispy fried chicken with honey pot drizzle, mac and cheese, and collard greens. The chicken itself was very good. I would agree. Um, I did not care for the honey drizzle. I'm glad it came on the side. Um, I guess it was like a hot honey. It tasted normal to me, to be honest. It didn't, it didn't taste like just regular honey. Um, so I really didn't use much of it. And then the mac and cheese was good. Um, it was just more creamy, I guess, and not much cheese. But overall, the chicken itself was very good. I will say that. Uh, and then I got the fire roasted prime rib of beef with Asiago potatoes au gratin. Is that how you say that? I think so. Sounded good. Maybe. And then cream spinach and horseradish cream. So during this meal, I learned that I don't like prime rib at all. I don't know why I thought... It was more like your normal kind of steaky kind of meat, but it was very much like brown on the outside and then like so raw on the inside. Like it literally felt like they it was not even cooked on the inside. And I didn't know that was the deal. And it comes with a lot of fat. Oh yeah. And I don't I don't eat the fat. Yeah, I think you just didn't realize what prime rib is like. Yes, but you, okay, so if you like prime rib, my question is how? <laughs> and um, if you don't, or if you're not familiar with it, do not get this. But also, I will say, I still feel like the middle of prime rib still needs to be seasoned, and it was not. The outside was seasoned well, so I was able to eat that, and that was not terrible. But the inside, no. It was just raw meat, no seasoning, no good. Uh, all right, so the sides. The potatoes were pretty good. It was kind of like a dry thing because at first I thought it was bread. Yeah. And, and then upon further inspection, <laughs> actually, Caden pointed out and said, mm, that's, that's not the, bread. That's the potatoes. Yeah. and uh, I liked them, though. I thought they were good. It, was, it wasn't bad. It was just a little drier and weirder than I was expecting. And then actually the cream spinach was really good. And I used the horseradish cream to give some kind of flavor to the prime rib that I did not enjoy. Entrees were, they had their okay points, but overall, not a dish that I want again. Yeah, and I feel like this is kind of something that would be kind of a theme throughout Disney. They're really good at desserts, and they're really good at like biscuits and the bread rolls that kind of a thing um but their main entrees sometimes just don't always work i don't know well and the funny thing is there are other entrees there too that i still kind of want to try like i love catfish and shrimp and they have one that is literally black and catfish and shrimp and in retrospect yeah that's what i should have gotten but i didn't really think about that i'll just say this is probably not the place to go for the entrees 
But moving on to our favorite part of the meal, which was, of course, the dessert platter. So the dessert platter came with seasonal fritters, which are basically like donut holes um, that are covered in powdered sugar, and they come with a chocolate dipping sauce. But I do want to say they are, like, fresh. Oh, yeah. These are not, like, old donut holes. These are, like... We just made these donut holes and put them in this little baggie. Yeah, and they were, like, still hot, super good. And then they have a banana cream pie, a hummingbird cake, and then um, a honey of a cupcake with, like, topped with, like, a raspberry mousse thing. I don't know. I forgot what the... It was definitely raspberry, but I don't remember what it technically was on top of there. The... Seasonal fritters were definitely the best out of all of it. Oh, hands down. Yes. But the um, cupcake was also really good. It was very moist. Yeah, it was good. And I really liked the raspberry stuff. Yeah, I'm not even really normally a big raspberry fan, but I did kind of like it with the cupcake. Yeah, it was a good balance of flavor. And then um, the banana cream pie was good, too. It's like... um, Meh. Covered in like a, I don't know. It looked um, like Tigger. It looked like a I was tart. Say, yeah. It's it looked like a, tar- a Tigger tart. A tigger, I don't like saying Tigger that. themed <laughs> tart. Ugh. But you actually enjoyed it more than I thought because you don't like bananas. I liked it more than I thought I would, yes. Um, and then the hummingbird cake was like the worst of all of it. I don't, I forgot it. I think I ate one bite. Well, when you have the cupcake there, and also the fritters. It's just like, I'll just go with those. And so honestly, I would go to Crystal Palace just to get the cheddar bacon biscuits, the fritters, and the cupcake. Okay, so let me ask you this. Not having characters there, it not really technically being a buffet, even though there's also kind of a buffet element to it and that you get as much as you want, is going to Crystal Palace currently worth it? I would say no. I think they, since there's not characters, I feel like they should reduce the price, first of all. Yes. And I would go just to get, like, if I could just get the individual items, like, if I could just go and get biscuits, fritters, cupcake, and just pay for those individually, it'd be great. Yeah. But having to pay for the whole thing only to get, like, a not super good entree... It's not worth it to me. Yeah, I actually agree. I think it's not worth it currently. Um, it was the desserts were great. The starter, well, the biscuits were great. I think that this needs to definitely be just cheaper mm-hmm. since there's no characters. And also, I feel like they could just separate all these things and you just buy what you want out of all of that. Right. You buy everything if that's what you want and you pay that price. Or you can be a little bit more conservative and say, "Mm, I just want this one dessert and I just want this one starter or I don't want any, you know, appetizers before the entree Uh, and even kind of pick your sides. I think that would work way better here. So it's complicated, but no, um, don't don't go here yet. But I will say this. They opened, you know, they opened Chef Mickey's and then a couple of months later, they said, now we're going to, now we're going to add characters back. I think this is their kind of soft opening and they will probably add characters back. I don't think they're going to change the menu like they did with at Chef Mickey's, but I think they will at least say, all right, characters are coming back. They're going to do their socially distance kind of waving or kind of thing. Yeah, and I think adding characters would add more value to this meal. 
Um, and like I said, atmosphere-wise, it's it's great. Like, it's beautiful in there. Um, the desserts are super good. Biscuits are super good. It's just like, if you can't make a good entree, like, it's not worth a ton of money. Like, they're charging. Yeah. So. There are definitely some good things if you do decide you want to go. And obviously, we didn't try all of the entrees, so maybe some of the other ones are better. Yeah, because now I actually do kind of want to go and try the catfish and see if maybe that's good. Well, maybe we'll try it again once characters come back. Okay, once characters come back, we're doing it. Okay. All right, well, that's all we've got for today. Thank you all so much for listening to the podcast and just for continuing to support us. If you feel like helping us out, then head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a rating and review. You can subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you download your podcasts. And make sure you're keeping up with our adventures on Instagram at HeyMickeyCo. Or head over to HeyMickeyCo.com to see everything we're up to all in one place. And thanks to our music producer, Andrew Hunt. He is on social media at AndrewHVNT. Have a great week. And Happy New Year!